And we are back with another How About Them Celtics video. Sam and I are here recording on Friday, December 1st, after the Celtics win over the shorthanded 76ers. Shorthanded being an understatement as they were without Joel Embiid, they were without Tyrese Maxey, and it was the Patrick Beverly show in Boston. Uh, the first regular season game in Boston, I believe, for Patrick Beverly since the uh, the the infamous uh, camera. camera incident, which is, uh, as much as it was, you can get mad at the, the whatever, the whole theatrics after, all-time moment. That was electric. Funny. Respect. But. Uh, anyways, Celtics scraped out a win over the 76ers today uh, in a game they should have probably won by a lot more, but they did end up getting the 125-119 win. Uh, Beverly had 26 points. D'Anthony Melton had 21 points, 14 for Paul Reed, 13 for Morris, 14 for Harris. I'll put it simply, the Sixers shot 46% from the field and 46% from deep. Celtics, not much defense being played, also had 20 turnovers, so they made life a lot harder for themselves than it had to be. It was a scary game throughout the first half. They were down three heading into halftime, gave up 72 points uh, to the Sixers throughout the first half. After the game, Joe Mazzulla said, you know, that level of defense, you know, giving up X amount of points in the first two quarters is unacceptable. Got to be better. Talked about the turnovers. Uh, him and Derek White both also added that, you know, the classic, uh, let, me, let me find the actual quote. It's something that's going to piss Sam off. So I'll get him even more heated for his first talking point. Uh, Derek White on the tough Celtics loss. He said, these are difficult games. I feel like when guys are out, especially the top two guys who get the majority of the plays called for them. Everybody feels like they're back in college. They're ready to show off what they've been working on. These games are difficult. You see it across the league, and tonight was no different. Uh, and evidently so. It, it was, in fact, difficult for the Celtics. But important part is, I suppose, at the end of the day, they did get the win. And now I'll let Sam get uh, Matt online if that is what he chooses to do. So throughout this game, I found myself doing a lot of thinking about Chris Broussard. That, that was the number one thing I was thinking about. But throughout the game, I was like, wow, they're going to lose this game. First quarter, they score 44 points, shoot like 70% from the field. They're up single digits. Oh, wow. Probably should be up more. Turning the ball over a lot. Just dumb, brain-dead basketball. Dumb. Like, just putting yourself in a bad situation when you don't have to. Nobody was yeah. particularly good tonight. Uh, Star-wise, Al Horford was great. Derek White was good. I was going to say, okay. I, I don't okay, mean yeah, to yeah. step was, on those I was going to say. <laughs> Wasn't overly impressed with Jalen. Wasn't overly impressed with Tatum, though he was efficient. Uh, seven turnovers for Tatum, unacceptable. Gets himself tossed, unacceptable. Mm -hmm. Jalen, a lot of forced stuff. He did an okay, okay, Jesus, okay job closing the game. Yeah. Despite a rough go throughout the first three quarters. Again, Horford, big boy game for him, playing against Philly. He loves to play against <laughs> Philly. It's no surprise. You expect him to show up, but maybe not to this degree. 20 points for the man, two blocks back-to-back. -back. It was the most electric play of the game. He got Tobias Harris <laughs> twice on two dunk attempts on a fast break. Uh, it was a big momentum play in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, they probably didn't give him credit for the, the second of the two blocks. That's all right. We'll watch here. Hey, you know what? Let me. <clears throat> we can watch the back to back. I know how to find it. You keep talking. I'll find the back to back for you. But anyways, that <laughs> um, was the best play of the game. Yeah. But I will say this. You know, after Tuesday's win, a lot of talk about the integrity of the game. A lot of respect for the Celtics. Night. They showed great integrity to the game. They didn't want to humiliate a Sixers team that was uh, injury riddled. They had the fellas out there. 
They let them hang around. They didn't blow them out. They didn't disrespect them in any sense of the word. Yeah, I mean, a lot of integrity for the game tonight. I'm sure that was a point of emphasis. I mean, that's all they could talk about after clinching the in-season tournament playoff berth. So it's good to see that they learned some sportsmanship and they really let Philly hang around. They were very giving, gave the ball away a lot. Like, they gave them free possessions. They were like, here you go. Like, we can tell, like, we're making a lot of shots. Here are some extra chances for you to score. Uh, They did some nice charity. Mo Bamba got to score a lot of points today. Like, that was really nice to see. Somebody that's known most for the song, not his NBA career, really made an impact in this game against uh, the majority of your starters. And then uh, Pat Bev, who I like, should have been a Celtic this summer. Good for Pat him. Pat Bev was cooking. <laughs> I wanted Pat Bev to get let him. I wanted him to teach them a lesson. <laughs> you shouldn't, like, let him get there, but, like – he he got some easy ones to go early, but then by the end of the game, he was just making some ridiculous shots. Oh, he like, was he was calling his own number. He was taking step backs. He was making mm. them. Good for Pat yeah. Bev. Happy for him. I like him. Good personality. Yes. He had good things to say about the Celtics fans, which is not a very common thing around the league. This is not from today. This is from I think it was right before the season started. He was on his podcast. He said yeah. like he respects the passion or whatever. Again, like head nod respect to Pat Bev. And, you know, good for the Celtics. Like, it's nice to see him get his first 20-point game since 2018. It's actually what you really want to see every time the Celtics take the floor. (laughs) You like to see guys have the anomaly game. Good for Pat Bev. This is the best-case scenario for me because they won and I still get to bitch. Just Uh, horrible game. So They should all be ashamed. And I'm going to finish after this. They they should have to walk to Indiana. (laughs) Um. I'll say it. I, I don't want to keep saying it because it obviously means they're putting themselves in the position for it to happen. Not a game they would have won last year. So, like, as it, you, 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 it's objectively not right. This is this is the equivalent of the Thunder. I game. thought they were going to lose. Um, <clears throat> I did too, and they didn't. Um, and credit the guys who stepped up after Tatum's ejection, which we'll also talk about. Um, <clears throat> the turnovers were bad because almost all of them were unforced. They were all stupid errors. They were all dribbling into traffic. They were all you know getting yourself in a bad position and then not being able to get out of it. What I thought was even more concerning, especially early, they were just giving up a million open shots in the paint. Like the Sixers yep. just had a free lane every time. They they were getting to the room with ease. I will say, in Horford's defense, Paul Reed, no business making some of those turnaround fades. That, that was kind of ridiculous. Made some threes. <laughs> yeah, Paul Reed was nuts. I was like um, making myself food. I was like, did he just make a three? I didn't mm. know he could do that. He can't. Uh, I bet you he's made less than 23s on the season. Let's take a look. Shall we look at Paul Reed basketball reference? He, Nick Nurse is encouraging him to take them this year, but oh, I, he's Nurse. shooting on the, the season. Devil. Wow, he's actually shooting 37% from three. I'm going to eat my words. My bad. Hand up. Uh, well, I'm sorry. He's made three of eight before tonight. So let's hold the fucking phone. Um, <clears throat> three of eight before tonight, and then he was one of one tonight. So I'll, I'll calm down. But... Um, yeah, Melton was great. I saw that coming. He was fine. Um, like you said, bad Jalen game, but it was weird. Bobby Caritzi was saying this. Go watch Talk and Seas if you haven't yet. Bobby Caritzi said this upstairs when we were watching. He goes, this is like opposite night for Jalen. He's very good on defense, but can't do anything on offense, which is like the opposite of what it was a lot of the time last year. Um, like Jalen was better on have? defense. <sighs> Both <laughs> for three hundred million dollars. Both for three hundred um, million dollars, you should get both. That's a great point. Um, it's a tough call yeah. though because 
you obviously don't want Jalen to be just a revolving door on defense. We've seen it yeah. last year. Like what he wasn't as locked in as he had been in years past, but at the same time, he has such a responsibility on the offensive end and he has the freedom to try and cook. So when he's off there, it feels mm-hmm. like he really, really hurts the team. Like this was a bad Jalen offensive game for the most part. And you felt it. You felt it with some turnovers. You <laughs> yeah. felt it with some forced layups. Like, a lot of stuff that I wouldn't usually complain about, I was like, oh, wow, yeah, he went up on two people when he could have kicked it out. Like, starting to see the vision a little bit more, at least. <laughs> he had just, a couple kickouts tonight, yeah. We've seen some really good Jalen games this year. He's starting to kind of show that he can make the decision, read the defense, and make the correct pass. But only sometimes. He's not doing it consistently mm-hmm. yet. And for the Celtics to be the best team that they can be, he's going to have to become better at it. If he's more willing to give up the ball tonight, the Sixers defense has to work so much harder than they did. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I thought Tatum actually had a good game. Uh, obviously, the turnovers were bad, so it was bad. But like offensively, very he, bad. of course, right. And, and I'll take back had a good game. I, what I'm trying to say is he had a good game offensively because he is not. Or he, yeah, he realized early that. No Embiid, I no answer. get to the hoop for free. No and he, he did that. Like he played only 27 minutes and he had nine free throws. He missed two, but he's seven for nine and it was six of nine from the field. Um, he forces seven rebounds, 21 points in his limited minutes. I thought he was good. Uh, at least offensively, the turnovers were, were bad, obviously, but he was good in that uh, specific area. Turnovers and defense, I think, just were the main problem. It, it was weird because you almost couldn't tell if it was. It, it's it's tough for me to blame effort so easily this season. I think this was a more obvious issue of effort, but at mm-hmm. the same time, I don't know if it was as much effort or as much the mindset of two stars being out affecting their execution. Because I, I do think those are different things, right? Like I, I think that Grizzlies game <clears throat> was a lack of effort and the Charlotte game was a lack of effort, right? Maybe it's because, lack of focus then. Yeah, that's, I think that's a better way to phrase to it. To me, that's I, the I, same I though. I see. I think the difference is I don't think it's that the Celtics weren't trying in this game. I just think they let the lack of Embiid and Maxi affect their execution, and so they were other like problems presented themselves easily. Like the, the example I have is Drew Holiday. I, I can't remember exactly what happened, but I remember the play in my head of Drew Holiday playing free safety, helping off somebody, and then in return they, you know let up a backdoor cut or let up an open three or something. So like the, the absence of two of the star players almost let it like the mindset slip of everybody else around the perimeter saying, Oh, you know, they're not here. You know, let's focus on this. Like, like they were thrown off mentally of, Oh, we don't have to switch. And then look what happened late in the game. Once they realized they had to lock in Celtics defense for the last quarter was fucking awesome. Right. Like they, they completely stuffed the, the, what happened was at one point I saw it started through the integrity of the the game out of the window. Well, they, they they switched their defense. They went from a drop defense, and then they were switching everything in, in the fourth quarter. Um, and, and it was fun. Drew Holiday was getting out and guarding everything. Like in the fourth quarter, the Sixers shot. They shot forty six percent of the night. They shot eight of twenty three, including quick mats, five of sixteen from two point range. Like the Celtics defense shut them down, and it's almost like <clears throat> they realized they had to execute more. And, and it, it, I'm not going to say there was no effort issues, right? Because when you're down like this to a team like this, there's obviously some. But I, I just don't think it's it's fair to make the blanket statement of they weren't trying, so they lost. I, I think a lot of it was they weren't executing the way they should be. Um, 
because their mindset was thrown off by the fact that Embiid or Maxi. And I, I'm not I'm not trying to say this as an excuse. I just think like there's multiple layers to why this went wrong and why these things happen. Uh, and I think tonight was a good example because you look early on, Tobias Harris is getting in the paint easily. Patrick Beverly's getting in the paint. Like all these guys are just getting free run. Like the, the Sixers were shooting like 72% from the field at one point. And so are the Celtics because the Sixers just weren't a great defensive team right. either because they're missing two players. Um, but when you're giving the Sixers opportunities to get out in transition because of the turnovers and you're, um, you know, giving them lanes to the basket and you're missing backdoor cuts and you're letting them get in this flow and you're letting them get this underdog mentality, then it builds up and up and up. And then it gets to the point where you're like, shit, this is a game now and it shouldn't be. And I credit them for locking in at the end when it matters, especially without Jason Tatum. And we can talk about Horford being awesome and Derek White being awesome and Drew Holiday having a couple defensive plays and Peyton Pritchard just fucking making the biggest shots of the game. Um, New FanDuel customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets, guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube at YouTube TV. But I, I think it was a real lack of execution. Joe Mazzullo talked about it after the game, too, and I'll be done after this. But he was like, <clears throat> I forget exactly what he mentioned, but he mentioned a couple like niche things like we weren't in Marcus Morris's airspace enough in certain points, like missing the rotations. We weren't in Patrick Beverly. Like, and as silly as it sounds, like those are the guys who got the open shots and those are the guys who were hot because of it. And so I, I think it was just a mental lapse in that point. I don't think it was the Celtics saying like, oh, these guys suck. I think it was like stars are out we're going to miss, you know, it's different points of emphasis than we're used to. And the execution wasn't there at time. So I don't know. I think it was a mix. See, I think focus, effort, execution, all kind of goes in that same category. They are different things, but at the end of the day, they are the things that you can control in a game. Right. And that yeah. to me is in, especially come playoff time is the biggest thing you can ever be emphasizing is that you can make sure you do the things well that are under your control. Tonight, they had all the other things except for turnovers going great, making all the shots. They had moments on defense where they had some great highlight blocks. Brown had a chase down, obviously, the double Horford block. They had some Horford, excellent yeah. steals. But it all didn't matter, and we're not going to talk about that because they were so unfocused, so like just lackluster at times that – the defense didn't matter because they turned the ball over. The shot making didn't matter because they weren't moving the ball enough to get quality shots when the shots weren't going in. There were a lot of one pass shot plays. These things are the reason why you're in a game with a Pat Bev led team, even though Pat Bev was excellent. It just shouldn't be the case. No, you, you just ran the bulls off the floor and we're up to a 35 point lead because you knew you had to lock in. We all saw them lock in. And then the game after you followed up against a rival, despite the stars not being there, almost laying an egg on your home floor where you're undefeated this year, a fortress. You're <laughs> going to let Pat Bev and Marcus Morris and Mo Bamba come in and almost would have been funny. Would have been. I wanted funny. them to Objectively lose because funny. I wanted them. I wanted to make a point. I would have been like, look, like, you know, mm. like, uh, like a, a dog pees on someone's carpet and they like shove the dog's face in it. Not that you should do that, but with a professional basketball team, you should do that. Would have been that's funny. What it um, been like. Let's talk a little bit positive and then we can end with Tatum. Horford, can, Horford we, we dropped it, dropped a video about great. Horford. Video about Horford. Horford's great again. He maybe people finished watch with, it. Yeah, go go watch everybody about Horford, please. Um, 
20 points, six rebounds, three assists. Obviously, the two blocks in the night, one steal, seven of nine, two of four. Getting down and dirty in the post a little bit more again, which we talked about, which was great. <laughs> it's great. Big bucket. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Derek White continues to just be the plus minus king. He was a plus 20 in this game. Yeah. Uh, 21 points, six rebounds, five assists, one and one steal and block. 511, three of four. He was huge. Uh, a couple questionable plays from Drew Holiday down the stretch, but he was like, he was solid throughout the game. He was playing great defense at the very least on the end there. 13 points, five and six. Hauser was fine, three of four from deep. He did get stuffed by Mobamba, which was kind of embarrassing. Uh, 11 and five for him, though. And then I think hand in hand with Horford and White, Peyton Pritchard, man, like he had 10 points in this game and they were all in the fourth quarter. <laughs> like, he, it reminded he me of the Nets game. So huge. That I always reference when I talk about Peyton Pritchard. He stepped up big mm. when they needed him. Tatum goes out of the game. He starts knocking down threes. He's creating shots for himself. He starts to be aggressive. There was a drive early in the fourth quarter where he passed out and he probably could have had a layup. And Scal kind of mm. called him out for it. And right after that, this play happened. He knocks down a three big to cut shot. the lead to just one. Big shot. Mm-hmm. Just great to see him playing confident basketball. Pritchard, we all know, is somebody that can play at a very high level. You see these pro ams where he has to be the guy, and he's this right a here. ridiculous amount of points. You know what I wanted right great. here, right after this shot. This would have been ready, right here. So, so Katie gets the rebound. Holiday pushes, kicks it to Pritchard. Celtics tie game, nine minutes left. Pritchard pulls up in transition. I wanted him to walk over to the bench and do the nutsack celebration right in Sam Cassell's face. <laughs> just, just break it out, Big man. Balls. He, like. Yeah, dude, he was he was so huge in this game. Dude, this was great too. This is this is this team isn't good enough. They don't know what's happening. He cut right on Robert Covington, who had no idea what was going on. Great awareness to make the right play <laughs> on his part off the ball. I love when they <laughs> move off the ball. You don't always get yeah. to see it with this team, but good for him. It's great. Pritchard was great. He deserves all the flowers. Him, Horford, and Derek White won them this game. Like, like genuinely. Without Tatum Statue. in there, they needed it. <clears throat> statue for Al Horford. If Horford wins a ring, does he get his number retired? Question. Yeah, I was literally about to say, I really hope they get him a ring because <laughs> I think he deserves that. I was thinking about Horford's mm. career and I was like, wow, the Philly, like le- leaving Boston for Philly is just so weird. You can understand what the vision yeah. was. Like, of course, you think double bigs, money. Horford can stretch the floor. It gets easy for Embiid and money. I mean, the Celtics could have paid him, but. Just a strange, strange move for somebody that's probably going to go down as one of the great Celtics. Not necessarily the greatest players <laughs> yeah. to ever play for the Celtics, but the same way that Smart is well-loved around here and people really wanted to see him succeed. Horford has that same kind of connection with the fan base, so it's just so strange to see him go join a rival like, like that at a at a key time. It was weird. Um, <clears throat> all right, the elephant in the room. Just had him ejected in this game. Picked up a tech early. Picked up another one. Got him booted, yelling at the refs. At first glance, I thought he deserved it. I mean, he he literally like they they literally pulled Charles Lee over, said get your guy, and then Tatum like doubled yeah. back and said something again, and then they booted him. <clears throat> and after the game, Tatum said he was talking with Bill Kennedy, and then the other two refs booted him. Tatum post game, <coughs> very funny. Let me let, can let me just read the highlights of these quotes because it was <coughs> I did read. Excuse me, it was it. very entertaining. Go on. So. There's a lot. I'm not going to read through everything because he's talked a lot about it. He goes, you know, I was extremely surprised. I guess whatever I said doesn't matter at this point. I don't agree with it. He said the assistant coach didn't agree. Said the refs were against ours. Uh, I can't change what happened. Blah, blah, blah. Can't get that time back. <clears throat> said, um, 
he, he was asked basically like, you know, what was it like Bill Kennedy, you know, wasn't even the one to throw you out. It was the other two. He goes, they was ready. They was ready to throw me out. Did I cuss? No, no hand gestures. Me and Bill were having a conversation. The other two refs, like they wanted me. Bill out Kennedy's for a rat, by the I, way. <clears throat> Big rat. Why? Loves the camera. Oh, I Every like time that man fine. is officiating game, <clears throat> he takes all of the time he can when he's making announcements. He loves it. I, I like it. I like the way he details it, but eh, no. whatever. Um, he said, I've been in the league long enough. I've seen a lot worse be tolerated. This is Tatum. Uh, for those due to throw me out, I was shocked. They say, get your money's worth. We fi get fined for these stacks. I definitely didn't get my money's worth. Um, <clears throat> he said, I was frustrated. Didn't feel like it was warranted. Uh, he said, I hate all the people that came to watch. Maybe it was some people's first game. They didn't get to see me, me play, not being able to get the team to win. And then this was the quote of the night. <clears throat> so Gary Washburn asked him, like, what do you do? Do you like get an ice bath to cool yourself down? Like take a breather? Do you, do you like basically saying like, what do you do after you're like, cause you're so mad. Like, what do you do to calm yourself down so you can watch the game? And Tatum just goes again. I wasn't that fucking mad. <laughs> don't put that narrative out there. There was no magic words. I didn't cuss. Why are you mad? I, I don't know. Why are you mad? I'm not <laughs> <Literally>. mad. <laughs> Maybe they didn't want me to play tonight. They were eager to throw me out of there. I walked back, sat in my chair, had to laugh it off. Got my eyes, watched the rest of the game, and I watched us win. <laughs> He's like, fuck, that's it. Joe Mazzula also said, I smiled. I gave him a hug. <laughs> we laughed it off. Uh, and Joe also said, I like that. I'd rather him show that emotion than not show it. But also said he, it doesn't, not good when it affects the game. But in my eyes, probably deserved it based on what I saw. I don't know what was said, but Tatum very adamantly doesn't think he should have been thrown out. But curious to know what, you, uh, what it was like you know, from your perspective. My thoughts... Read the room, Tatum. Obviously, like exactly. As, listen, yes, you are ahead of me. You're at the game. I have a delay on stream. Mm -hmm. As soon as the foul happened, I knew he was going to get tossed. Yep. Not because of you. Once I had the <laughs> oh, he might get tossed. Then I saw that he got tossed via you. Yep. And you could just tell. It was escalating. The game wasn't going the way they wanted to. He was going to get tossed. Mm -hmm. They've been going at it with the officials. Yeah. He likes to complain. I will say this. Do I think Tatum should have got ejected? Yes. Do I think it's okay to compare other non-ejections to this ejection? Yes. Do I think the comparison means that he should not have got ejected tonight? No. <laughs> what it means is uh, Draymond running around like a maniac. He should be held accountable more often. LeBron should be held accountable more often. If these guys are going to act out as superstars in the league, you have to either hold them accountable or hold other players who are also superstars like Tatum to a similar standard. There has to be some kind of benchmark barometer. Because if you look at some of Tatum's texts or ejections compared to some of the things you see from those two guys, it's unbelievable the disparity. Tatum been ejected for clapping or, or tech for clapping. Those are the worst. Yeah. Those LeBron are the worst had a meltdown on this end of the court right here on your screen last January. <laughs> the man was on his knees throwing a temper tantrum and didn't even get a tech. What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah, it's, Again, listen, I'm with you. Thought he should have got thrown uh, out. Like Tatum being tossed, fine, <laughs> but just hold everybody accountable. 
I understand you don't like Bill Kennedy. I like Bill Kennedy. That's not the point of what I'm about to say. I just want to put that out there so you don't say, oh, <laughs> him. So he didn't get tossed. Like he didn't toss it. Both of the other right. two did. They were looking for it. Then watch him, watch Jason Tatum go to Bill Kennedy and Bill Kennedy's like, <laughs> it's like, a, why the fuck they yelled at me for? I didn't do it. <laughs> the 50 yeah. cent what the fuck they say fuck me for uh but yeah no I, i'm with you i think you deserve to get ejected just because like you can't double back at the ref like they, the they say stop they say stop exactly you can't you gotta know uh especially in that spot but anyways major takeaways my eyes i think we covered it bad defense let him get in the paint turnovers bad obviously it's useless um horford and Derek white very good peyton pritchard very good tatum ejection meh jalen brown meh you miss anything else? Pat Bev, nuts. Um, <clears throat> I think that's it. Did we, did we get everything. Better play better on Monday, which we'll talk yeah. about on the next pod. But <laughs> well, <clears throat> yes. Chat this Sixers time. team. <clears throat> my point is, this Sixers team plays better defense than the actual Pacers. I'll put it that way. Anyways, uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, it's something special. Yeah, they they have brewing up there in Indiana. Anyways. Thank you all for tuning in. Make sure to check out Talk and Seas, our new show with Bobby Kravitsky of SI. Uh, it's one hour yesterday. It's going to be more in. Uh, if you watch anything as potable, just know that Jam Packer tried to take this room and I beat him to the punch. So sorry. Sorry, Jam. Oh. I beat you. <laughs> uh, he came and he goes, you win this round. And he just left the room. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you all for tuning in. Subscribe to How About Them Celtics and all that. Same. Take it out. Hey, thank you very much for listening or watching. If you're watching, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the notification bell so you don't miss any of our daily uploads. We're doing all kinds of work. We're doing videos, uh, the Talk and Seize pods. We're doing pregame streams. You don't want to miss any of it. So hit the notification bell. Hit the like button on the video. Leave a comment. Tell us what you thought of the game. I'm sure you have something to say. If you're on Spotify or Apple, follow us. Leave a five-star review. We're no longer asking. Say something nice about the pod. You can also find us on socials at How About Them Seas. That's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook is just the name of the podcast. All live streams will be there as well as YouTube. If you want to email us, the email is on the screen too, hbtcpod at gmail.com. You can follow Jack on Twitter at Jack's Money B. You can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. That's it for us. Bye.